This is episode 13 of Small Business Rising. My name is Anna. And my name is Marta Gabriela. And today we are going to respond to an email from our listener Jakob, where he asks us about our thoughts on the topic of productivity. Jakob, together with his team, has conducted about 60 interviews with business owners and managed to identify top five productivity problems they are dealing with on a daily basis. What are those? And can we propose one solution fits all type of advice to resolve them? Stay tuned to find out. Wow, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> went time well. It. Went well, I didn't time it. Exactly when the intro finished, we have finished our introduction to the episode. And this is a very special episode, Marta, because first of all, it's number 13. So good luck to us. And second of all, this is our very first episode where we actually respond to a question from a listener. Yay! Okay, Marta is excited. That's good. Uh, I will not take it personally that the email started with, Hi, Marta. <laughs> so it's like, Anna is not even here. It was our common email, but uh, I think you were in a discussion with Jakob before. Uh, at least this is what I understood because he wrote, hi, Marta. But then I assume the rest of the email is for both of us. That's why we are very excited to start a first program with an actual question from a real human being. I am really proud that there are at least some emails in that mailbox that say hi, Marta, because you really have been managing vast majority of our uh, Yeah, that's true. But, you know, most of them uh, start with uh, hello there or something, you know, actually no one really calls me by name. This one was specific hi, Marta email. So be proud, my dear, be proud. Yes. Yeah. But uh, do you want to hear what Jakob wrote to you, Marta? No. No, okay. <laughs> then I will read it for our <laughs> listeners and for Jakob, so he knows that this is actually uh, the episode, especially for him. Disclaimer, so I was joking. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> okay, let's, let's hear what Jakob has to say. So, first of all, I would like to thank you for agreeing to possibly use this on your podcast and have expert answer the questions for me. Okay, Jakob, first of all, uh, it's us who will be responding. Uh, so if you consider us as experts, that's great. If not, then I am sorry for your disappointment in advance. Let's continue. We have done a lot of market research asking various business owners about what problem they experience regarding productivity. Based on about 60 conversations with business owners, we have identified five main problems that business owners tend to deal with. And those are the five top problems with productivity. Number one, distractions and trouble with focusing like loud workspace or environment interruptions, etc. Number two, constant task switching that leads to uncertain uh, clarity, the feeling of being busy and lack of time. Number three, endless discussions in meetings with no decisions being made. Number four, trouble getting a comprehensive overview of activities in the company. Number five, lack of workforce or difficulty to find employees fit for the company. So those are the top five problems that Jakob has identified with his team based on those 60 conversations. And his question is, what I want to know is if you're experiencing those or if you feel like it's not an issue for you. 
I'm curious as to how you solve it. If you're experiencing it, then I would love to hear how it applies to your situation. So that was the email to Marta and hopefully also to me. And uh, Marta, what do you think about that email? Well, I, as you mentioned, I had a conversation with Jakob uh, on Messenger mm-hmm. and I did tell him uh, to send us those questions and we will evaluate mm-hmm. if we can answer them or if we need experts to mm-hmm. answer them. So that's why the mention of experts, because the below part, it's actually like, a, it sounds like a question to us. Exactly. <laughs> well, you likely have me here. Yeah, of course, you are an expert. I'm an expert. Yes. Well, well you are a business owner with a few years of experience. Yes, mm-hmm. I used to be, I used to get hired to manage people businesses. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we also have a, a, an expert. Uh, but I feel a little bit like in you've got five options. It's just I got five problems. Uh, and how would we solve this challenge? So I think, first of all, it will be fair to mention that this is a 30 minutes episode. So of course, we cannot go in deep into every single problem and a potential solutions. So I think we will just, you know, like a I wanted to say we will leak every problem. <laughs> In Polish, you can say that you will uh, leak every problem. Like you will try to... We will scratch the surface scratch the for sur- the people who speak that language. Thank you so very much, because leaking, maybe not. No. Not in, not in, not the in times. Corona <laughs> times. Not in Corona times. <laughs> we will not be leaking anything on this show. I would like to just clarify that. Frogs. So, uh, what? Frog leaking. What is that? It's something that you do to get high in frog poison in the Amazon. Okay, that, that we will also not do. Thank you, Dave, because that have enriched this conversation. Like, um, it, wow, <laughs> I'm still shocked. So as Marta mentioned, we'll just scratch the surface. And I believe that the first thing to do is to basically ask Jakob or our listeners afterwards just to ask us additional questions or propose a topic they would like us to make a full show about. And it's actually quite easy to do because if you know Marta, you can write to her on Messenger. <laughs> if you know me, you can write to me on Messenger, but uh, on our website, the5options.com, five as a number, uh, we have a contact form. So basically, you can just write uh, your question there or your notes or your remarks or whatever you feel like. Uh, please just don't write about your frog leaking experiences because that's not the show for that. Maybe oh. in the future. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dave. I'm sorry. So I think before we will jump into uh, scratching the surface, I think it's good to clarify what productivity is. And I have a quite interesting abstract from an article, and I'm really curious what Marta will say about this. Are you ready? Yes. So productivity is a measure of the efficiency of a person completing a task. We often assume that productivity means getting more things done each day. Wrong. Productivity is getting important things done consistently. And no matter what you are working on, there are only a few things that are truly important. Being productive is about maintaining a steady average speed on a few things, not maximum speed on everything. Sounds healthier than the mm-hmm. first uh, first part of it before wrong. Yeah, because it. I think it. Uh, the author here was uh, was giving the traditional 
um, definition of productivity, something that we actually discussed back and forward privately and on our podcast. I think we even had an idea to do a podcast uh, episode about toxic productivity because I think it sometimes it becomes toxic because people just put too much expectations on themselves and they are actually trying to do everything and Everything is not necessarily relevant. There are only a couple of important things. So I really like that, that actually productivity is getting important things done consistently. That's a very good clarification here. And I like that definition. And I guess we will stick to that definition throughout the show, right? So Jakob, 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 the very first top productivity problem you have observed during your conversations with business owners was distractions and trouble with focusing like loud work uh, workspace or environment interruptions etc marta does it sound familiar to you yeah i think this is a very very common issue mm -hmm. and i think it goes far beyond business owners Mm -hmm. I think this is for any kind of, if you're a student, if you are an employee, uh, whatever you are, this is a very common challenge that you can meet. Yeah, and I think that uh, we can look at it from many angles. One angle is if you are actually uh, going to a workspace or environment or a company, right? And there is only a limited um, influence or impact you can have on the work culture there, right? So um, I will give you an example from my working life. Back in a day when I was working in a corporation, I was sitting in the office with 10 other people. And of course, it can get busy. People are picking up the phones. There are other people coming in asking for some reports, favors. There is a smoke, small talk going on. It's a normal environment where people not only work, but also cooperate. And uh, yeah, they're being colleagues with each other, right? So the, there were some people that were quite sensitive to that because they couldn't focus if there was too much noise. So for those people, actually, uh, our manager have uh, purchased on a company expenses, head canceling headset, number one. So then basically you don't hear anything. Of course, the other uh, disadvantage is you really don't hear anything. So many times you have to really like touch a person to make sure that the not allowed now, not allowed now, exactly. Okay, so there are even more advantages of head uh, noise cancelling headsets. So that was number one. But number two uh, was a very simple system that uh, was introduced to my team before I even arrived. And we got uh, two balls. And by balls, I mean like a small balls that you can throw to each other, uh, you know, like a, from a rubber or something. One was red and one was green. If you were busy with a task, report, whatever you were doing, and you wanted to be left alone because you are focused on one thing, you were putting on your desk a red ball. If you were available for conversation or for question, you were putting on your desk a green ball. And believe it or not, that actually worked. That sounds so cool. My first, when you said about the balls, I was like, if you are talking too loud, you get hit by the <laughs> red ball. <laughs> if you were. I may or may not have used that strategy because I actually had, everyone was quite disciplined with that. But I had one colleague and he was sitting in front of me and I really adored the guy. He was amazing. He was so talkative. I just couldn't like bear with him sometimes. So I was doing something and every 10 minutes, Anna, 
Anna, Anna, Anna, <laughs> and I was putting the red ball like for him to see because we were screen to screen. So I was, I even make like a mountain from uh, uh, disposable coffee cups. So the ball is like more like uh, visible for him and he didn't react. So one time I got a bit upset and I throw my red ball on him. Thank God he had a sense of humor and the ball was a rubber ball. So of course, you know, it wasn't painful. He was like, oh, someone needs the privacy. I was like, Henning, that's why we have, oh my God, hi Henning. <laughs> that's why we have this system, you know, that that you, you basically show to your colleagues if you are working on something important or not. You only call me if there is a fire or something, you know, it's like, don't call me Anna Anna all the time. So those are my experiences from the office environment. And those things actually helped us. We had a nice cooperation there. And I would like to remind you 10 people walking in, walking out from meetings over the phones, over the live meetings. So this kind of worked. But there is so much more to this topic. I think we can agree, right? It, it might be a noise in your own home where you have your home office and you have family and how to actually go uh, about that. But I don't know if we have enough time to address that. But I would like you, Marta, to tell me what do you think about the ball solution and what is your experience with that? I don't, I have not tried a ball solution. I like it, how mm -hmm. it sounds. Uh, <laughs> the ball system. The ball system is a real, I think it's a really great system. I think it helps you when you have those noise cancelling uh, headphones as well, mm -hmm. because just by having a red ball and everyone talking around yeah. it, you would still have a problem. Um, you would still have a problem focusing mm -hmm. and there is this problem. So there are some people that are really loud, loud speakers. Mm -hmm. When they are on a call, they get excited and they raise their voice because they cannot hear themselves when they yeah. have headphones on. So that's another issue that can be delicate. If you need to address a specific person to talk to them about the, the volume of their voice. Mm -hmm. And of course, there is sometimes a possibility to book a separate room, uh, to use a phone booth or something like that. That could be an option for people. And uh, I think that it's very important to have the space for focusing. Yeah, I, I believe so too. Yeah, yeah but it, it depends on you. You are the owner of your own uh, calendar your own space and you can do this you just need to communicate about it find the right way of communicating mm -hmm. whether it's balls and headphones whether it's booking a room whether it's working from home uh, every now and again remember that you can do this yeah. you are responsible for that yourself. Uh, I completely agree. And actually, that was a very good point. We had one really loud speaker. Uh, it might or might not have been me. <laughs> and there was, a, a, you, you know, like a, the manager just talked to us and said, listen, if you have a live meeting and there is a possibility to go to somewhere else, to a phone booth or something, just take it from there. Don't take it from the office unless you don't have any other space, then it's okay. So that was a very good point. And it can be a bit tricky to talk with your colleagues. Uh, I agree. I remember once I got a, um, a request from my manager when she said, listen, one of our colleagues in the office complains about your hairspray smell. And I was very flabbergasted because I never use a hairspray. And I was like, 
are you sure it's me? Well, it turned out it wasn't me, but I was the suspect because the smell was kind of around me. It was another lady. But, you know, it can be even uh, that kind of things can be disturbing. And, you know, the person didn't really fell, felt well smelling that hairspray. I didn't feel it. So, it, but I could see how much um, effort it took to that colleague to actually go to the manager to ask to go to the person who uses the hairspray or thinks uses the hairspray to actually address this because it can be a little bit awkward. But you are right, Marta, you are actually in control and you have to take care of your own working environment and it can be done in a respectful manner. So it doesn't have to be straight away like, oh, don't use a hairspray, but maybe use it less <laughs> or something like that. What about hand sanitizer? Nowadays, known as the answer for everything. What? I get really annoyed with the smell of hand sanitizer. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I don't know how that can be solved. Maybe uh, alternative would be washing hands. I don't know what they are doing in the corporations. I have not heard anyone complaining in the corporation uh, that I visit now almost every day <laughs> because visit I work there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So congratulations, Marta. Yes. Yeah, um, I have not heard people complaining about that. Okay. So don't know what could be a solution. It could come. But there are different types of hand sanitizers. And there are some like uh, some in the supermarkets that I have seen. They almost you like you can even have like you almost n need to puke. Mm -hmm. They are so they, they smell like a really bad tequila. And uh, yeah. there are some that are really neutral. Mm -hmm. So it's maybe using a better quality of a hand sanitizer uh, in than proposing, you know, let's switch from that old tequila. <laughs> to <laughs> let's switch from tequila. I have no problem with the tequila smell, though. So let's switch <laughs> to tequila. No, but I, I can completely understand because no one else have actually noticed that smell in the office. It was only one person that was, for some reason, uh, very sensi sensitive for it. So, yeah, it could be a time when people will be uh, unhappy with a smell of hand sanitizer. The second top... The second top problem from five top problems, the second problem regarding productivity or maintaining a productivity in a business environment is constant task switching that leads to unclarity, the feeling of being busy and the lack of time. And I think that this is something that most of us struggle with or struggled with to some extent. And um, I can see that actually this episode goes very fast. So maybe we will not be able to discuss five of all the productivity problems um, because I think it's an interesting discussion we are having here. So let's focus now on number two and see what we will come up with. Marta, constant task switching that leads to unclarity. Hmm. Have you ever experienced that? I think that this is something that we can easily fall in the trap of yeah and i think that it's very closely linked to the first mm -hmm. uh, to the first thing that we have talked about because um, you know even like now that we've mentioned that i started working in a corporation or in a company uh, one of the first emails that i have received was mm -hmm. from microsoft like schedule your focus time okay so it automatically looks for spots in my calendar and mm -hmm. suggests every day I think at least two hours of focus time. So I think this is a very common issue if they mm -hmm. are already coming with this kind of solutions. Yeah. And I think it really, it comes with maturity. 
Mm-hmm. I think you uh, depends on personality, depends on your experience and so on. I think everyone has some uh, form of trouble with that. Maybe very organized people never don't never do. I don't know, but never I met th- them. <laughs> I I know some people that are quite good in scheduling uh, their tasks, grouping mm-hmm. them. Uh, yeah, having a good. But uh, to have zero uh, sleeps, uh, then I think that everyone sleeps once in a while. Probably. If you're the one that never slept, please write us. We like yes. to meet the exemptions of the rule. Not yes. if you are a Virgo. Ex- that's ah, what I was thinking. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> that, uh, True. Yeah. So, anywho, maybe there are m- more people than we would initially suspect. However, I see that it's important to balance. Mm-hmm. And for example, if you are even like a manager and you have the policy of open door, and you want your employees to be able to come and talk to you whenever they have issues. Even managers need to take responsibility for themselves as well and schedule open door time and focus time. Uh, So I think this is, again, your responsibility to take care of that, to learn on, you know, learning from your mistakes on what works best for you and communicating around that with your bosses, with your colleagues and so on. Mm -hmm. I actually agree with that and I think that it's great that we took this business environment because there is also, of course, an issue for a a small business owner or entrepreneur who is uh, working by himself with no colleagues around or no boss or whatsoever. That is also a very, very easy trap to fall into, task switching. And I think for both of the situations, I have defined myself because I'm an expert. Uh, Joking. (laughs) Well, I I have an experience. I don't know if that equals to be an expert, but I have an experience. I have actually uh, asked myself, but why do we switch between tasks? First of all, right? And then I came with three answers. First of all, because we lack a clear priority of the day. So we don't really know what is our number one priority. What is that thing that we want to accomplish today? So if we are getting into a, a day with not having clear priorities, then everything will seem to be important. Especially the urgent things will seem to be important, even if many times they are not important. So uh, the second thing I have thought about was actually allowing those distractions to come in. So for instance, you might even have that priority of yours or priorities. For instance, today I'm finishing that report and that is my number one priority. And let's say that you woke up in the morning and you have written it down and now you are going into it, but then after half an hour, you receive an email and you read it and you respond to it. And then, I don't know, you receive a phone call and then you actually are inspired to check something that was in that email. And suddenly you are just picking up every single task that comes your way and you are losing your focus. And uh, that, I think, was happening to me many times. And the third thing that I have uh, realized could be the reason why we are switching between tasks, it's because we are not recognizing what is important and what is urgent. And this is a topic for a completely different show, but there can be things that are important, but they might not be urgent. There might be things that are urgent and, and are not important. And actually to understand what's urgent and important in the same time is the key 
to prioritizing your list. But coming back to actually a lack of clear priorities, here I said something about setting up for yourself a, a priority list or something like that at the beginning of the day or week if we have a week project. And then I was also talking about allowing the distractions to come in. And here uh, I have a personal story from my uh, early office days. I was working in a SAP system and I was uh, I had to complete certain activities in the system and do some important stuff. But I was basically receiving email every 10 minutes because I was an administrator. So I was getting those emails all the time and I was just opening those emails and trying to work on the things that are in the emails and then coming back to the uh, to the other thing. And I was basically just switching. And sometimes by the lunchtime, I had nothing completed. And my manager told me, Anna, turn off your email notifications. Turn them off. Don't look at it. Set yourself a time when you are checking your inbox, let's say be it eight o'clock, 11 o'clock, three o'clock. That's all. You don't go there. You first do the things that you need to do. It worked a treat. That's how it was. You know, I stepped, I, I really organized myself according to her, um, to her guidance. And that really helped me. Of course, when you are uh, an entrepreneur, you also might get distracted by other things like uh, Facebook scroll or oh something on Instagram. Maybe someone liked the picture about my newest deal or something. But it's important to actually turn those things off if they are easily tempting you, because when things are coming coming in, I think many of us have this tendency, I want to do it all. I want to control it all. I want to have everything done. Or we also have this kind of thing like maybe there will be an email coming that is so important that I need to respond right now. Trust me, you don't need to respond right now. You can really wait. If someone really needs you, he will call on bank on your doors. So that's basically my opinion about the task switching. Marta, we have uh, four minutes left. Please tell me what do you think about anything of this topic? Well, I, I do definitely switch off the notifications. For myself, I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I have switched off notification of Facebook uh, from my phone. So I, I definitely agree with notifications are whatever type of notifications, they are killers. They mm -hmm. are killers for productivity. They are killers for your focus. So I definitely, when I have focus time, I have everything switched off and I have my phone in my purse so that uh, I don't look at it at yeah. all. And... Uh, the phone calls from my kids, which which has been the biggest problem for me, they will come through through my not, do not disturb. Mm -hmm. So what is really important can come through to me yeah. and the rest is uh, switched off. The second mistake that I see people make mm -hmm. in uh, different types of jobs is when they are really good with planning and they plan their entire day, they don't plan in urgent issues. And they have no time within their schedule to actually address those. Mm -hmm. So I always plan an hour during the day for the actual urgent issues. I think that's one of the biggest things where you have a plan. You have everything cal calculated by 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. You have your break scheduled in and then you have it all thrown away because you have no time scheduled for actual surprises for actual urgent issues. So I think that I would add to also That's plan for that. That's very smart. That is very smart. You are right, because when you are planning, 
Yeah, if especially if you are a person that loves plants and loves to have everything up to the minute, you probably don't even think something urgent will come around. Dave, you have lifted your hand and we might even give you a 30 seconds to say something. Okay, I just was looking at the questions. <laughs> yes. Because I'm a good student, I wrote them down. You did? Uh, yes, and I was looking into it and it's actually a very big division between things that are in part of processes that you will follow during the day to mm -hmm. achieve a task. And the only one that goes away, uh, away of the, that package, like lack of work force. Lack of workforce. Like the right people, that which is basically in resources, no? But you want to jump to the fifth one that we are not no, discussing no, yeah, today. No, but I, I just was looking at it and it's, yeah. I have a big division between processes and resources. Oh, well, well, I, oh, there's two things there that for mm -hmm. me got my attention. So wouldn't it be for allow a better productivity, put study your processes, mm -hmm. get better processes in place and measure well your resources and how you're going to basically expense those resources if it's going to be in the right employees. And Because I was looking at the total of the yeah. whole questions. Actually, that, I think that is a very good point. But I think there is one, uh, like a third category that is missing, and that could be habits, like your own habits, because you can have the best processes, but if you don't follow them, Nothing will save you. And I think that we are almost out of time, guys. So the number three, four and five we will cover in the episode in, I guess, two weeks. So stay tuned. Jakob, thank you very much for your questions. And that was Small Business Rising with Anna and Marta. Bye bye.